Hey, and welcome to the HRO Growth Show, where we believe that PEOs and HROs are the best kept secret of small business success, that there's plenty of opportunity for all of them and every reason to grow. I'm your host, Ryan McInerney, and with me as always is Brandon Laws. How you doing today, Brandon? I'm awesome, Ryan. It's beautiful here in Oregon, and I'm having a great day. I'm glad to hear that. Well, you know, it's also beautiful here in Naples, Florida. You know, it would be impossible almost for us to be any further away from one another today. <laughs> yeah, the, ti- the time difference is a little challenging, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. But, you know, we both live in some beautiful places and it's a really great day. Today is actually the first episode of the HRO Growth Show. So this is a pretty big deal. And I'm really excited for us to be getting started. This is something that has been on my mind for a, a while to do. And it's something I'm so grateful to, to have you partake in this with me and, and thankful also to uh, the Pace PEO Association for, for putting this all together. And I think for the audience who's listening to this, this is their, you know, this is the entree. It's trying to figure out, is this something that I want to stay engaged with? Do I want to listen to this going on? I think it would be really wise for us to try to give the listener a sense as to, you know, what is the purpose behind the show? Because I know if you're listening to this episode right now, you're making that evaluation. So I want to I want to help you know if this is a good show for you. So Brandon, why don't you kind of talk to us about why you're doing this? Why why should, is now the right time to do the HRO growth show? Well, I, I always wanted to get on a podcast and just talk marketing and sales and just the industry as a whole. So that that's one purpose, of course. But as I've grown in my career, I've honestly, I've leaned on other really, really smart sales and marketing people and I was so thankful that they literally from afar, they didn't even know it, but their content, their books, everything that they're contributing out there has really helped in my growth. And I wanted to be able to give back in some way because this is a great industry. And I think there's a lot of really smart people in marketing and sales. They just haven't unlocked everything that they can do for their businesses. And I think we can help them get there. Mm. That's a very good reason. You know, for me, the reason I want to do this show is because... You know, I've always loved the people and I've always enjoyed relationship with people within all sorts of different industries. And I've also loved technology, but there's really no industry like the HR outsourcing industry. This is a human centric industry where really people come together to try to really work together and partner. You know, having been a small business owner myself and having a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs, I've watched the difference that having an HR outsourcing company can make to their business, whether it's a PEO or an ASO or what have you, I've seen that it's made such a huge impact on their business. But the funny thing is, is that each time I've ever recommended or referred some kind of HR solution to one of my entrepreneurial friends, they have never heard of a PEO or an ASO or any of these other acronyms before. This would be the first time they're managing it on their own and they don't know about these options. And the reason they don't know about these options is because despite tremendous effort, sales and marketers within this industry have not been as effective as they need to be to inform the masses as to what a great solution this is. And there's some new ones that have cropped up recently that are mostly technology-based. And I think there's a place for them. But there's something about working with a partner that really understand your business and helps you with the people layer because most frankly entrepreneurs did not get started in business to be an employer and i want to help those marketing and sales and executives 
figure out how they can reach into their market, figure out who they're a good fit for, and then really scale and reach their full potential. Because when an HR outsourcing company is reaching its full potential, lots of small businesses are too. And I mean, have you seen the, uh, the recent unemployment numbers? It's ridiculous. It's under four. It's under four. Based on today's recording, the most recent information was there's 7 million jobs available, which is great because that means the market's opening up with more and more jobs, but there aren't enough people that need them. And so you have this scarcity, don't you? I mean, if you're, if you're a small business, you're fighting for scarce resources. You're fighting not for scarce opportunities, but to find the people who can help you fulfill those opportunities. Yeah, and I think right right now on the minds of a lot of small business leaders is how to retain and how to attract people. And if we can become better marketers and salespeople across this HRO industry, everybody wins as a result of it. I think we can help these small businesses and that's really why I want to be on the show and help get the message out. Well, why are you in HR outsourcing uh, marketing? I mean, how did what's the story there? How did you get into that? Let's let's get everybody kind of a taste of the of your background. <laughs> Kind of by accident. So out of college, I had a really, really short stint in doing some insurance sales. And that was interesting, but it, it actually provided me a really good foundation for how to market myself, how to network, how to talk to people. and But it really actually helped fine-tune a lot of my marketing skills. Hmm. And when I came over to Zenium, which were a PEO, ASO, and HR outsourcing organization in the Portland area... We were about 20, 25 employees at the time. We might have had like 3,000 worksite employees for our PEO. We weren't in ASO at the time. This is back in 2008. And if you remember, the economy was <laughs> taking a turn for the worse. And for me, I was just starting my career, so I didn't know any better. And I started in an operations role. We didn't have any marketing. We had one or two salespeople. And because of my skill set, like you, Ryan, technology has always been a, a strong point of mine, skill-wise. And I sort of, I was like, let's redevelop the website. We need to do SEO, uh, email marketing, our CRM. So I really started building all these foundational pieces to the marketing program, and that's really like what drove my passion for marketing. And that over time, as we've grown now, Zenium is uh, eighty-five employees triple our revenue since I've been here. That's really my background. And right now, director of marketing. So yeah. So you're sitting at the precipice of revenue generation for your organization. I mean, you've, you've had a key role in helping it grow. And so as you've looked at growth within the industry, within your own company, what are some of the things that you would say you're probably most excited about and, and, and what's behind that? I think what's really exciting to me is that, especially as I've marketed Zenium over the years, is that the the competition in this industry, where it's not that competitive, because if you think about it, the way business leaders, small and medium-sized businesses are doing it, they usually have in-house resources or they think they need that before they ever look to an outsourcing. So I think there's there's an untapped part of this market that we can all grow the pie bigger if we just become better marketers. And I think that's where I get really excited is I may be a decent marketer right now, but I am nowhere near where I want to be. There's a lot of really cool marketing things happening right now. Technology's helping us, but we need to get back to the, the grassroots as well. We need to... Our messaging needs to be better. We need to use these conversational marketing tools. SEO needs to be better. We need to be better thought leaders and use these channels 
these distribution channels like YouTube and, and Facebook and LinkedIn, we need to use them to our advantage. And I think that there's just so many moving pieces right now and there's not enough time to do all of them. But what's fun as a, a marketing leader is to figure out what works. And if something doesn't work, shift really fast and just focus on what does work and what generates revenue at the end of the day. When you see all these things that are exciting, I mean, there's a lot of potential. And anytime you're looking at potential, you can be hopeful because you can see the opportunities are out there. And I think that there are a lot of organizations that are struggling to capture. What do you think is getting in the way of organizations being able to capture the opportunity? What are the things that you think prevent them from reaching their full potential? Honestly, I think it's they get paralyzed by doing the same thing they've always done it. I mean, I've I've networked with a lot of other marketing leaders, professional services space, like law firms and CPA firms and and even other HR outsourcing organizations, and I think they they've just stuck with this, the way they've always done it and it things are moving way too fast right now and the way people get their information is so different and standing out is harder than it's ever been. Because people are leaning on technology and there's no human element to this anymore. But there's the, that possibility of putting the human back in into the way we market. And I think there's just... If you don't do anything and you don't iterate your, your marketing program, you're at risk of completely being unnoticed and being average. And it doesn't have to be that way. So you're saying that the big concern is that we've always done things a certain way. The status quo is alive and well. Yep. And people are just failing to modernize and transform. Is that what you're that's saying? Ex that's exactly what I'm saying. Hmm. I think you're right too. I think that, you know, my background getting into this industry was through the way a lot of people get into spaces. I mean, it was kind of a serendipitous event. Uh, somebody within the PEO space, John Slavic from Slavic 401k, brought my firm on to start giving them some consulting. And, and I, you know, as you do when you're a services company, you say, who's your customer? And they introduced me to the concept of PEO. And PEO is what introduced me to the broader space of HR outsourcing. And we've now worked with uh, dozens of PEOs and associations that serve them and, and other HRO providers and financial services companies, insurance, et cetera. And I'm also excited. It's exciting to see. I'm grateful for some of the disruption that's taken place by some of the outsiders because it has confirmed that there is a blue ocean out there. When you see a, you know, a startup able to raise capital and go to market quickly, the smart people that put their money into those ventures do so because the bets seem strategic and likely to have a payoff. And when you see the, the meteoric rise of some of these new solutions that have kind of come into the space, it confirms a few things. One, people are willing to outsource their HR. They may not be aware of all the varieties that they can use but they're definitely aware that this, this could be a good fit for them. And what we're interesting to find is that they're not switching from a previous HR provider. They're just bringing on their first one ever. Mm -hmm. So that tells me there's a huge untapped market that's awaiting them, that's available. And, but the thing that, that concerns me is that when people are in the buyer journey, when they begin to explore their options, what they're not discovering are all of the choices. They're not discovering, especially as we look at different sectors, speaking again about the PEO space, when they do go searching for payroll or support or they go looking for benefits, 
they're only finding a handful of really big players. And there are some smaller local geographic organizations that really need to get their name in the hat. They need to rank when somebody searches for this. They need to have ads that run so that they can be found. They need to have a strong outbound and inbound initiative that's that's capturing this demand. Otherwise, well, you see an industry kind of consolidate. And so I think the thing that I'm most concerned about, like you, is that there is a failure to be present. There's a failure to transform. There's a failure to take those necessary chronological steps to succeed. And so while all this opportunity is around them, they're struggling. And I never want to see anybody struggle unnecessarily. You know, there's, there's always a little bit of benefit to having a little bit of friction in your life and it makes you stronger, but too much of it for too long that's self-induced. That's something that we need to break free from. And that's something that I'm seeing that needs to happen within the industry. I agree. And I think what I want to, I think the message I want to get out to people is that you got to take some risks in marketing. In 2012, podcasting had started becoming a thing. And I was like, I need to get on this. And I've been podcasting since 2012. And it generates a ton of leads for us and a ton of awareness. And it brings that human element to our brand as well. So I I think you just got to get out there and take a little bit of risk. Put yourself on video. Put some of your people on video. Create some really thought-leading content. This stuff doesn't have to be hard. But if you sit there and do nothing, it's not going to transform your, your business. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And one of the things, you know, let, let's just make people aware of this, Brandon. One of the things that some of these organizations do struggle with is how they can be effective on social, right? So if we were just to even dive into that one channel here for just a second. Let me ask you this question. What is the best place for B2B, which is all HR outsourcing for the most part, What's the best social network for them to be on? This can't be a trick question. It's got to be LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy to get that one right. You're absolutely right. But in the same way that it's hard for people to get started and to figure out exactly, you know, how do I become successful there? You think about like going to a party and when you don't know anybody, it can be fairly daunting. And I think for a lot of people within this industry, they're not active on LinkedIn the way they need to be. And it's been transforming by all these content creators and all these Instagrammers have now kind of moved into the space. And, and it's really become interesting there. But that just makes it all the more daunting for the person who hasn't been there for a while. And so one of the things I want to do is I want to help you, our listener, understand a way that you can kind of segue from being on the bench or maybe not exactly as productive on the channel as possible. One way that you can up your game is to join us in the Pace BEO Open Forum. Now, the Open Forum is not as cool as the private LinkedIn group, which is reserved only for Pace members. But the Open Forum group is really for anybody who's in the PEO or ASO or HRO space that want to come together, share ideas, you know, talk about their thoughts on these podcasts, these shows, and, and other content that's being produced um, by our members, by, by our team, by outsiders, Really, it's a great place where your peers are already hanging out. I think this group has uh, doubled in the in size in the last six months. So it's definitely something that I think that if you're listening to this and and you know you're driving, you should not go look for it right now. But all you have to do is just open up that LinkedIn app, go to your search bar, and just type in Pace PEO Open Forum, and you're going to find that link and just request to join. And one of the administrators there will invite you in, and uh, and that's a great way for you to pick up this conversation from from this podcast and carry it over there and get social 
so that you can then kind of take another half step out of the forum and start really learning how to engage on on LinkedIn and, and grow your network. So Brandon, let's just talk a second about what our listeners can come to expect in these upcoming episodes. We're clearly both excited about where the industry could go, and we have some concerns as to what's holding them back. And both of us are here because we want to unleash the potential of our peers and our friends. And so what are some of the things that people can come to look forward to by listening to the show each week? Well, I think they're going to learn a lot of high-level thought leadership on sales and marketing tactics. I really think since things are changing so rapidly, I think we've done things that either work or don't work. And we're going to probably talk about a lot of those best practices in the marketing space. But I think there's a lot to be learned from each other. And I think that's the, the piece that I'm really excited about is there's a lot of really smart people inside and outside of this industry. And I think we can highlight that. I I really think we can. I totally agree. I think that there are some brilliant minds and there are some people that are known to our listeners. I mean, there are people that are within your space. They're your peers. And then there may be some people that you would even potentially consider to be your competition, that there are some very valuable lessons for you to learn from them. So I think that that's something that that they can come to look forward to is, is conversations from both those they know where they can say, oh, yeah. There's a familiar voice, a familiar name, somebody who I, I know I trust, and then also some people that, that you've never heard of before in order for you to be challenged and stretched and pulled out out of your comfort zone. Yeah, we are going to talk about sales, marketing, and technology, all related to how you grow. And you know, when we think about this concept of being friends before competitors, it makes it a safe place for us to all come together to share our best ideas, to get down into, like you said, Brandon, those tactics, those those implemented strategies that have worked for you, that have worked for others, and also the frameworks of thought. How do you think about what you should do? How do you determine if a tactic that's worked for somebody else is something that will also work for you? And that's something I believe we're also going to get into here in the weeks ahead. So on that note, I want to invite you to come back next week to the next episode of the HRO Growth Show. And there, Brandon and I are going to be talking about conversational marketing, which is really a key way for you to shorten the distance between yourself and your prospect, as well as shortening the distance between first conversation and closed one. It's interesting because it's something that you can apply almost instantly, agrees with almost every HR organization's thought process on how they want to be seen and perceived by the prospect. And it's going to be something that you can do so quickly and so cheaply, you'll wonder, why haven't you been doing this all along? And so we're going to tackle that on the next episode of the HRO Growth Show. I want to make sure that you subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you're listening to this show and broadcast. I'm asking you, please leave us a five-star review and let people know why they should listen to the show. Share this with your team. And let's elevate this platform to impact as many people in our teams and our industry as possible. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I hope to see you here next week on the HRO Growth Show. Thanks for joining us. 